0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'd like you to prayerfully consider joining me in praying supporting and if possible attending the renewal 2022. It's going to be a historic day in America's future on Saturday, the 8th of January from 9am until 5pm Eastern Time in Plant City, Florida at the Strawberry Festival 10,000 seat amphitheater. I'll be joined together with the Guardian of Justice, Sidney Powell, the Honorable Louis Gomer, Dr. Ben Carson, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, Pastors Carter Conlon, Paul Blair, and Kent Christmas, and the Honorable Michelle Bachman, musical artist Guy Penrod, the Isaacs, my good friends Paul Lavelle and Kevin Jessup, and many, many more. God made a covenant with Israel, and America made a covenant with God. The Pilgrims dedicated America to God for the advancements of the Christian faith in the Mayflower Compact, but America has broken this covenant. The Renewal 2022 is the spiritual solution to a nation in crisis. This battle must be won in the spiritual realm led by God. Join me in taking a bold step of faith to reestablish America's covenant with God and restore our foundational principles, values based on God's word. Learn more at therenewal2022.org. Thank you and God bless.
1: Take 95. I am Alex, and I'm super.
2: And I'm Dr. Kevin,
0: and I'm the natural. <laughs> voice I'm Pastor Rob, and I'm still a junkie.
1: And we are... The
0: Supernatural, Supernatural Junkies.
1: Junkies.
3: That yeah. wasn't bad. That was All right, okay. yeah. All right. Bienvenidos al programa de los locos supernaturales, con historias de lo que está sucediendo hoy en día. Wait a minute, did he just call us think, muy locos? I think
1: he just called you very crazy.
2: I think he called us the supernatural junkies. I think he crazies. just called me
1: very beautiful <laughs> and you very crazy.
3: I think <laughs> junkies, junkies doesn't translate. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the supernatural that's junkies. That's
1: right. And We're if you're wondering who that was, that was Dr. Tony Ponsetti, the, the Italian from Cuba.
2: That's right. He's the Cuban Italian. Right. <laughs> he is Dr. Doctor Anthony Tony Ponsetti. We learned about in the last episode. We were we got two awesome super guests today. We have Doctor Doctor Anthony Ponsetti <laughs> and we have Doctor Paul Pickern here today Woo! from All Pro Pastors.
1: He just told us he's never he's been on T V several, several times, but never on a podcast. So that's pretty exciting.
2: He's been in the pulpit billions of times. Yeah,
1: but
4: I'm very, very old, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> no! Well,
2: we, we found out that you started your ministry at three. Right. Um, that's a record that for me.
4: 1727. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> My gosh. Well,
2: we are getting them back for another podcast, and uh, so if you didn't get a chance to see or hear our last one, uh, first episode with All Pro Pastors, um, we got to hear all about All Pro Pastors and how really we can see that the the relationships between pastors is really the key for us to being able to stand up and so just as a real quick review i know some people didn't get a chance to hear that last episode what are you trying to do with all pro pastors as far as hooking pastors up and and getting to meet and you had something about a champions table
4: well it, it is our mission to see the body of christ come together through pastor relationships with one another how in the world can we as a body of Christ work together in a community and in our nation and in the world if our pastors don't have a, a level of trust beyond love? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jesus said, how can you say you love one another and you, you, you're hating one another? You know right. What I mean? it's, it's the same with pastors. We need to trust one another. And so through what we call the champion table, which is, we, it's also the Jesus model. Jesus had Peter, James, and John that he spent special time with. Wait a minute,
2: Peter, John, James, and Jesus makes how many? Four. Four.
4: There's four of them. (laughs) And whenever he faced death, he called his three buddies to come together. That's powerful. Even when Daniel was facing death, he called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm -hmm. And even Moses, when they were in the battle, he needed his two buddies Right. her and Aaron to hold his arms up so yeah. Joshua could what fight. What was her for name? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Aaron, her, Moses and Joshua. I'd like to have a name like they her. They were champions. Right? <laughs> and so, and so It's really like a boy really named the ministry Sue. is about helping pastors come together to develop a level of trust and accountability.
2: Well, it is and and we support all pro pastors and yep. been on the advisory board for years and uh You know, when pastors learn to love each other, the world will believe that God loves them. And um, I was saying in the last episode, too, that most of the church working together, um, even down to events that we've been able to pull off, such as just feeding hungry people, Mm -hmm. that you think, okay, everybody should be in on that. Right. But but we aren't. And uh, most of the time I've seen it fail, not because we don't have great ideas and even great motivated people, but because there weren't enough relationships developed within the community to support the kind of of growth, development and event that we're trying to pull off. And, you know, that's that's that discipling at that level. And that's why we've always been a part. And so when we think about, you know, for me, it, it just gets down to grassroots. You know, we're talking about how do we get the world? Jesus said, when you see these things happening, okay, now that means, number one, you're talking about what the Bible says is going to happen. You're reading it. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to know what it means, right? But you're also noticing what's happening. And there, there, right there, is where the church is failing. It doesn't talk about that prophetic part of the Bible, and it doesn't actually talk about current events, because we find them what? polarizing right politically correct in, in that sense so we see that failure happening and then Jesus says when you see these things happening he says to stand up and so this is kind of the paradigm that we use for these prophetic events and so you can see you know for me that's my question how do you think we can really stand up I mean that would be my first question for both of you guys as a pastor, as a church, as a person, as a nation, how do we stand up against what we see starting to take over the world? We speak
3: about it. Right. That's how we stand up. If uh, if the pastors can't openly speak about all the things that are happening in America, let right. alone the rest of the world. Right. Uh, the, the thing that's happening with the transgenderism issue, really? with yes. homosexuality, with Abortion, Right. You know, wonderful things are happening in Lakeland. We're about to close down the last abortion clinic in Lakeland. Wow. Because we're going to declare Lakeland a sanctuary city. Wow. That's already in the works. Right. But why? Because some of the church, uh, Believers Fellowship, took the lead. But they've gone out there and they've met with the boards and they've met with with the mayor and so forth. It's perfectly legal. There's already sanctuary cities in Florida.
2: I like the idea the of a sanctuary. Tenth,
3: the 10th Amendment of the Constitution of the United States says that anything that hasn't been specifically given to the to the to the national government belongs to the to the states and or the people. Right. So the people, which means the the mayor, right, or the pastors can can bring civilized justice to their own community. Yep. but not if you're a cricket, right? What's a cricket, Tony? A cricket is somebody that makes. Using that word, I
2: don't think that word means cricket, what you a think A cricket that word is a mean. person that
3: makes a lot of noise and says nothing. Mm. Mm. Wow. wow! Don't call yeah. me a cricket, sweetie.
1: I was just thinking. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah,
3: I thought it was a it was a junkie show. I didn't know it was a comedy show. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
2: well. My wife says I'm way too serious usually. So I'm having to lighten up here. <laughs> but I love but that. Uh, you know, yep. Paul, what would you say? You know, you, you see the things that God has called us to stand for. And you mentioned some of those things that you guys stand for on the last show. Do you want to mention some other ones here?
4: Well, what, one of the biggest things right now pastors need to do is to realize is that Jesus was all about government. His ministry was self-governing how do you govern yourself Mm -hmm. how do you do government in your own family how do you govern your family governing your body and i have seen pastors have shied away from talking about things in our country today because someone said you can't talk about that because it's politics let me tell you uh, you have a responsibility pastors have a responsibility to share anything that is not Uh, supporting God and supporting the Bible and godly. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do a lot as a ministry under the title of of education, Mm -hmm. you know, educating our people, teaching. We also, as a ministry, we held something this year called Biblical Citizenship Class, uh, which was an eight-week course that we did in conjunction with Rick Green, Mm -hmm. you know, and the Patriot Academy. You know, this is things pastors... Uh, need to not be crickets, but uh, sadly many of them are knowingly ignorant. They choose to be ignorant, right. and if I don't know, then I can't be held responsible. And that's another lie from from the pit of hell. You know, is that they are responsible to not only to know, but to expose the wiles of the devil, that's to right. expose what the enemy is doing, and any pastor that won't stand against. This thing where children are being uh, confused about gender and where we in Florida, Uh. where we're housed, and I'm sure it's all over the country. They're teaching children in in, in kindergarten and in elementary school about sex education in ways that would be considered pornographic. Yes. Then, I mean, it is a shame and they're going to be held accountable for that yes if they're if they're not teaching their churches and their congregations they have a responsibility they are called shepherd for a reason right right. and they're a shepherd to protect those sheep to keep them from the enemy to keep them from the wolves the lions and the bears and they are to fight for them not just shoot, say, shoot, come on and follow me. Sometimes the bear is attacking, and you have to go fight that bear. You have to take that staff and swack him up beside the head. David, the, the shepherd that we all see, that is not Jesus, right. he fought. He had to fight a Goliath. Right. He had to go against the grain, even when everybody else was saying, oh, he's too little. He can't do it. Well, he did it in spite of what everybody else was saying. He mm-hmm. went and fought. And we need pastors that are like that Mm -hmm. yeah I'm not very passionate I guess you can tell yeah but uh, you know (laughs) this this is the charge we need in America we need some patriotic biblical constitutionalist pastors amen who will stand up and fight for our word of God be champions of the word and champions for the cause of Christ
2: amen amen so that that was definitely great you know one of the things i often say to people in my office that i get some success with is that i'll just say hey look god says he is love right well god also says there's some things he won't do because he does love us and one of the things that god says is that he is not going to what make you make decisions he's not a dictator right so god love gives you choices right but love also doesn't stand still and do nothing while hate takes away our choices and that's how we have these 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 fights are happening in our society and people just want peace they want it to go back to normal but the problem is love can't sit there while hate takes away all our choices we just can't do that and so this is how you know who the lovers are and who the haters are because one wants to take away your choices and that's the gist of it right so you start to look at this equation and that's why people are shying away. And 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 you know, when I think about a pastor, my my basic struggle is this. I know you have a job, I know you get a paycheck, I know you have a board of directors. I know you may have pastors over you. But who do you really work for? Honestly. Mm. This you get this down to the to the bottom line is who do you work for? Right? And that's my question that I would ask everybody. And you know, you know, sometimes I'm glad I'm not a pastor because that question is a pretty tough question to ask, right? Because I know for me, if I was like, oh boy, that's a hard question for all of us to ask ourselves. But when you're a pastor, it is one you have to ask yourself.
4: And and you know, Kevin, the challenge, and I do feel for pastors. I do. Because in America, and, and I would say throughout the world, but I know in America, the average size church is well under 100. Wow. It's well under wow. 100. If you stop and think about it, that, means that as a pastor, you are very entwined with the people, right? And and so, uh, and you have a low number that you are protective of, and you don't want to lose anybody, no. And and you hit the nail on the head, is that? But you don't work for them, right? You know, we work for for the Lord, you know, and we have to be obedient to the Holy Spirit
2: amen this is the situation so um, we're going to be taking on some of the any times I'm getting guests on I've been asking to really talk about some of the events that are happening in the world today and, and the prophetic parts of the Bible what would you say do you feel like the, the prophetic parts of the Bible are, are being taught very much today
3: no we're staying away from that yes because it, it looks too much like the rea- reality <laughs> it does look <laughs> like reality what would so, you
2: say taught Paul
4: yeah, I would agree. Is that we're not teaching it, and and sadly, is that uh, again, it's because they're 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 afraid of it and they're ignorant.
2: Yeah, and so you know, that's really probably what made us start the podcast is is that that simple passage. It says, "When you see these things happening, stand up." And so for us, doing this podcast is our way of standing up and saying, "Look, this is happening, and we will talk about it." I yes. can't make everybody yeah. listen, right? But that's that's the gist of it. So what was what was maybe one of the first things that happened that made you think, hey, maybe there's something
3: wrong with the COVID narrative? The very first thing that I saw was a fellow that was representing science, and he was attacking. Is that Mr. Science? Yeah, and he was attacking <laughs> you the president masks? of the United States at the My time. My buddy. <laughs> and he would he would come in and and make faces at the president and. You know, chastise the president, and I saw the media fall right behind on him. Yes, and just just further. And every time he made a mistake, they covered for his mistakes. Right, and it oh, he do. changed his mind, yeah, I mean, still do, yeah. His 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 whole theories about this whole problem kept changing. Right, and he would say something, and then tomorrow he'd say something totally different. Right, and he'd get away with it, and there was nobody criticizing him. My favorite. He's still talking about three masks.
1: Three, three masks, mask. Tony. Three masks, Tony. One more, put one more on. He's four Yeah, go ahead, because it'll help somehow. You know, go ahead, put four on, like me.
3: Yeah, An idiot. It sounded <laughs> prophetic. It looked, it looked, it looked like prophecy coming to life. This was the right at the beginning of this thing. Hilda and I had several conversations about this. She says, "Oh, you just, you only listening in one direction." No, I was listening in all directions. Hmm. I'm, I'm open-minded. But this guy didn't know anything about science. right? You know, what they were saying had nothing to do with science. It was all.
2: Just remember, he was adjusting his thinking. Presuppositions. Exactly.
4: Right. Well. Somebody was adjusting his thinking. Yes. Yeah. Paul, what would you
2: say? What was something that just, you know, made you think something's wrong with this? Something's not adding up.
4: Let me share this. And First, I want to say when I say something people are ignorant. I don't mean that critically. Right. Because I'm ignorant about some things myself. You know, I'm happy and I'm I, ignorant and about it. I want some things. to learn. Yeah. You know, my wife and I were blessed in that, that we research and we watch and, and we look at a lot of things. And and one of the one of the organizations that we follow is Skywatch T V. Great. Uh, Derek Gilbert and Sharon Gilbert. And and they before all the popular news came out was talking about uh, this virus that was in Wuhan, China, and that they were showing satellite images of fire uh, in Wuhan. This is way before it became again mm-hmm. real public in the m- mainstream media. And they said that is reportedly the bodies that are being burned that they can see mm-hmm. from the satellite imaging. That is what they are hearing and seeing that has been reported wow. to people that have died there. So, my wife and I, we knew early on. And, and, of course, we have known for a long time that, that Bill Gates has been behind wanting to reduce the population. Yes. And so everything looked as if, you know, this, we knew about the scientists uh, in the United States had, had gone over and had taken some things into China, mm-hmm. you know, and and so early on we were i was saying this is that that is a weapon of mass destruction that is be about to be released or is being released you know it's 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 a weapon yeah. that's what it is yes it is right. and and, uh, and it came out of china and there's no secret about it right. you can call it what you want to but the fact that everybody knows it came out of china right. we know it's killing people yeah. and we know that we're being lied to mm-hmm. uh by, How about the origin by by uh, everybody in power and the ones behind it these governments uh, throughout history have been controlled by big money. I mean, all of them. You can look at the Rothschilds the Rockefellers. Mm-hmm. You got the Bill Gates. You got. You George sound like
2: Soros. a conspiracy theorist. No, right? He's, yeah. He
1: belongs on our team. He's one of our. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, so that, yes, I forgot he's on our team.
4: <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and and if <laughs> you, you wonder about conspiracy theories, look what's happening today. I guess the COVID's not really happening. Right. It's a conspiracy. Right. And and so, you know, you 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 look at it, you follow the money, you can see, you know, what all is happening. So Hmm. uh, that's what got our attention first. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: did you I just have to mention that the White House just I mean, Biden, who absolutely has no idea what's going on. um, He just released in a a press release saying that. They're not uh, going. Saki also said they're not going to be doing any lockdowns for Omicron, but that if you haven't taken the vaccine, that you should be prepared to die. Yeah, that those of you who haven't taken the vaccines, prepare to overwhelm the hospitals with death. And um, then you guys don't even know what the Omicron is because that's actually the least deadly of all the ones that have come out thus far. Interestingly enough, the people that seem that is most transmissible to from the other countries what they've been reporting are the young people the people that weren't taking the vaccine isn't that interesting right the yes. first wave hit was most transmissible to and caught by the older people um and now this particular one is directly affecting younger people more Huh, that is very weaponized isn't it folks
2: and it's also doing well very directed. among the vaccinated yes so oh yeah yes. no
1: yes. it's it's mainly well they said the next one they have a feeling might just be vaccinated only that affects. If, if Omicron is not the one that hits only the vaccinated, they do believe that there is one coming that will only hit them.
2: And that was Sir Andrew Pillard that said that, the first that I know of. But uh very close to that, uh, uh Walensky, uh, she said that it would be, be exactly the opposite, that we're going to see a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And here she is threatening people and trying to scare people, and we're going to see this is a complete farce. Because that same CDC just released, they have zero cases of somebody who had natural immunity that then caught it and spread it to somebody else. It didn't happen. The only people that aren't killing people in the world are the people that have natural immunity. Right. right. And that's, that's something that we get from God. And that's something that we as Christians should understand that we have 6,000 years of scientific okay experiments. right? that
3: that's why we survived was natural immunity. <laughs> Cornell right. University just shut down the whole the whole team, the whole university because over 900 cases of covid hit. Now it just so happened that those 900 cases were all vaccinated. Right. <laughs> fully vaccinated and most of them had booster shots. Surprise. So the breakout came in the vaccinated. Yep. There's no way around it, you know. Wait a minute.
4: What's a vaccine? Exactly. <laughs> what is that?
2: It's not even. Yeah, a vaccine, I know. Is they it? changed
1: the definition in September. They changed the definition of a vaccine, folks. This is that's insane. That they, they had to change the definition to make it fit, because it, this is not a vaccine.
2: Yeah, it's not. And if yeah.
1: you read the new book that Robert F. Kennedy, Wright came out about the about Fauci, what's happening now? he does this all the time these remdesivir mm-hmm. right these he awake of deaths million he's a serial killer i'm sorry yes. he's a serial killer azt all these things that he's done he is not talking about science he's a murderer yep um i, I don't know why anybody believes him it's a sham and he's, it's a shame he's yeah, also a try.
3: stockholder in right in the vaccine companies
1: right right, right guys we, I, we talk about that all the time. That's one of the biggest reveals is NIH, World Health Organization, um, Moderna. Right. Hi, guys. Huge stockholders in Moderna. Made billions off of this, by the way. Billions off of so much uh, mayhem, destruction, death.
2: So I guess my next question, what <laughs> do you see? We talked about how prophecy isn't happening. We talked about the COVID narrative having some just problems from a just a regular old intelligence you know, quotient here, right? So what what kind of, what are some things of the prophetic that you feel like may be happening? Paul, why don't, you want to go first or we're going to
4: kick that to Tony? Go ahead, Tony. I just see. Spoke.
3: I am crucified in Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet. Not I, but Amen. Christ lives in me. Amen. So God, God is letting us know, Let me know real early that this was wrong. Right. You know, I'm vaccinated. Right. The reason I'm vaccinated is because I go to Honduras. Right. To yep. get in there, I had to be vaccinated. Yeah. But I did it out of my own will. Right, I, I wasn't forced to. Right, what they're trying to do now is they're trying to classify people. They they they're creating symbolisms. Right, Uh They're right. they're disse- dissemination of uh, of people's medical records. Right.
2: Uh, they, and by de- the way, the Republicans and Democrats thought that the government should be able to have all of your health care records from your doctor. Right.
3: And that, that where does that say in the, in the Constitution?
2: Right. <laughs> well, you can see that's a good cop, bad cop routine, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. And, and this is all a task that's been promulgated by Bill Gates mm-hmm. and George Soros to reduce the population of the earth. Yes. Just like I mean, the Georgia Guidestones, you know. That's, you know, some of the yes, things, uh-huh. I'm sure that you know that there's seven nation leaders, presidents, leaders of nations that came out against this. You know where they're all in? They're all dead. Yeah. Mm. Every one of them. Every one of them. Right? Because they stood up and they said, not in my nation. Hmm. And poof, amazing. Wow. wow. Paul, what are
2: some of the prophetic things you see happening right now?
4: Well, obviously, uh, I mean, my goodness, you can see. Where to start, right? So, yeah, I mean, we can call it the pandemic. I mean, that is obviously. But you can also look at the uh, uh, earthquakes, volcanoes. I mean, the, the yes. earth itself is groaning. You know, it's expanding and cracking and, and, and doing things. Uh, we can We can look at the... The, the morality is getting so bad you know yes. look you know you look at the time before Noah okay. or the time of Noah well obviously we know it's more than this but it's it's got to be all of it the, yep. the the immorality the Sodom and Gomorrah type uh, in environment and of course I also know that we have got uh, 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 and most people don't know this but but there is legitimate uh, DNA. They're they're putting uh, uh, chips in soldiers. They're putting different things in to make them a combination of a, a human with animal senses. You know, uh, inhuman. There's a great book called Inhuman, mm-hmm. uh, put out by yep. Tom Horns Group. Yep. Uh, I mean, what they are doing. What China's doing. Uh, the United States doing. United Kingdom's doing you know, they're changing it. And uh, when at Davos, Switzerland, when the Israeli uh, uh, homosexual uh, professor got on stage and said, this may be the last human generation. Right. That we will not be human by the next generation. That will be something differently because the DNA is being changed. Well, Obviously, the COVID uh, vaccine is a perfect example example of how this is being done, and he said that before the COVID actually Mm. came about. However, they talked about uh, a created pandemic in the same conference, right? So, and this is the wealthy of the world coming together in Davos, Switzerland, yes, to in a in a conference that most people don't follow and pay attention to you you can people can say it's conspiracy it is conspiracy it's conspiracy of the very wealthy openly now saying this is what we're doing and it's not private it's open for the public but it is the super wealthy in control you yeah. publicly doing that and yeah. so these are things that if you if you search the scripture you can go oh this is here this is there you know So, it's very easy to see that we are definitely on track for the end. I do not know when Jesus may return, but I believe we've got to get a lot worse and it's not going to get prettier, No. except the one thing we can do, if the body of Christ will link arms Mm -hmm. and stay strong and call on the name of Jesus and call upon the Holy Spirit and walk in power, we can stop and turn around because I do not believe Jesus himself said, I don't know when I'm coming back. Right. Because it may be dependent upon our obedience Mm -hmm. to stop the enemy and to do something.
2: Well, you know what I just love there? Because everybody out there, and I'm not saying everybody, but the gist, by far the majority of people that teach Bible prophecy, teach it as if it's inevitable. And I remember being a little kid, and of course, you know, by that point, you did know about the atrocities, you know, in World War II. And this pastor came out and said, You could make a perfect case that Hitler was the Antichrist. You really could. But a generation stood up and said, Not on our watch. Mm -hmm. And that is what we're calling out to the world. That's right. God wants to have more children, this is his nursery. He wants this to keep going. But you just said it. His generation, the one that he created, this is the last one because they are tampering with our genetics. The reality is the second chapter of Daniel, when it talks about the bottom of the last kingdom that would be on the face of the earth, it's two kinds of people. It said they're partly iron and partly clay in that they mingled Mingled. their seed with with the seed of men. Right? And that mingling of seed always seems to refer to genetic material, right? And now look what's happened. We have two kinds of people in the world, those that have mingled their seed and those that have not. And what's happening between the vaccinated and the
3: unvaccinated? We have a war going on already. And not only vaccines are are coming up with that. I saw a a video just last week about a, a group of scientists and leaders in Israel talking about how how medicines are being programmed with a seat in them? Yes, that'll tell the tell the, the uh, insurance company when you took your pill. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. These things, like I said, these are nano robots. That's right. In your body, that's right. and, and they seem to have some ability to
3: change your DNA. And you know the only the only thing that's missing is pastors standing in their pulpits and Talking stopping to- being crickets and start telling the truth. Amen. Because this stuff is visible. Mm-hmm. These patents are available. We've talked
2: about a lot of patents that you're talking about exactly right. the same stuff. They are chipping people in Sweden right, right now. And right. In Israel. And in Israel. And I want to And in the United States. And uh, the United
4: States. <laughs> but I do want to applaud the the few pastors that are brave. Amen. There, there are, yes. There's a remnant of pastors Stay that strong. are brave that are standing strong. That that are, are unashamed and sadly many of them are being criticized you know within the christian community but that's okay yeah. right guys that's this,
1: okay. this is not the time to be silent if you're hearing this and you're you're on the same side of this that we are vaccinated and vaccinated doesn't matter you know as a human y- you should care about this that's so right. in the podcast before this one talking to these same gentlemen you know i said one bee won't scare anyone but a hive Is enough to make a bear run there's enough of us to make that bear run let's make that bear run we can make those bears they're not bigger than us there's more of us than there are of them so we need to all link arms. If you have a voice, let us know. Let us hear you. Contact allpropastors.org. org. Contact Amen. Dr. Tony Ponsetti. Contact Paul Picker and contact us. Let us know that you stand with us. You have to do something. You can't let this happen because we don't want this to be the last generation of humans there are. We have choices we have a voice use your voice you can do something you are not helpless we're not helpless here
2: well you know one of the ones that i routinely can i time myself i can literally share this in a few minutes you know since i was a kid i was told that a cause would come in the world one day and it would be through this cause that would see the government the bible warned us about come into power and we didn't know what the cause is you got to figure that it's chaos But while we don't know what the cause is, we do know what the effect is, that they need access to our bodies, and they're going to make it mandatory, right? And then the other thing that they need is, of course, what? The ability to disenfranchise us, which means we can't buy and sell. These three things are happening prophetically around the world, and one of my missions is to very simply say as a basic human right, as a basic idea of being a Christian, that if God gave you your body, that that body is his temple of the Holy Spirit. No one, including our government, can have access to that in a mandatory way. If you can't agree with that, now just think about that, if we stop that, and whether you look at it historically or not, you look at Hitler, what did he do? He disenfranchised, he marked them, he disenfranchised them, they lost everything, they ended up in concentration camps, and then there was a Holocaust. And the Bible says the same thing will happen with these same people and so whether you believe in your Bible or history that is the gist of what I try and tell people very specifically that what's happening right now is what your Bible said would happen specifically now's the time to stand up
3: what would you guys say to that this this epidemic has already killed more people than Hitler did right in the world Yep. horrified
1: yet I mean you should be
2: no, I do. So how do you guys think, um, what are some of the parts about the, the vaccine narrative that just bother you? Because, you know, everybody should take this. I mean, I have routinely people in my office that are telling them, Christians are just telling you, well, you're just not a good Christian if you don't take this.
1: Well, it's a moral judgment. Well,
4: I will be glad to, to give, <clears throat> it. give my take on this is that you know, this really isn't a a matter of take the vaccine or not take the vaccine. Right. And let, let me say that is that this is really a, a battle of, of evil and good, the forces of, of Satan versus the forces of God. Amen. And the vaccine narrative has just become become a pawn in in that. Uh like my brother Tony, he's taking the vaccine. You know, God's protected him. He knew he had to take it. He did, and I'm not worried about it for Tony. My wife and I, we had COVID in 2020, and and we're good, you know, yeah. praise God. We're not, right? we, we don't plan to take a vaccine. In fact, we don't, you know, we're, we're one of those that we stay healthy you know we, we 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 believe in in good health and and so you know my my take is is that that you know this vaccine is a pawn uh in the by the government and leaders uh who are controlling the government to take control and to That's set right. the narrative up for people to to take whatever's thrown at them yes right. to do whatever is given to them mm-hmm. you know again i'll i'll go back to the davos the israeli uh, uh, he was an Israel scientist talking to him and he said and this is what when they take this that we give them we will be able to track them wherever they are uh, right We will make everything where they can buy and sell but they can only buy and sell as we turn it on and off within them it right. is mm-hmm. the chip that yes. is within right. them. We can kill them, or we can make them healthy. Is what he basically was and saying. That's not a
2: chip, guys. That is nano robots yes, in yep. your body that can execute commands and, and duplicate and, and duplicate and d- themselves. Duplicate,
4: correct. It mm-hmm. can, and so there's so much more that that people are are unfortunately ignorant of. And I challenge everyone to start, you know, to research. That's what to, we tell to, people. To that's what I always say. Out. Don't trust us. And to Do your own to research. Go to our website. Yeah. And 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 buy your book. Yes, I mean you know it's there's stuff there. And what I've been saying is on our website, by the way, right on the front page. If they want to click on the a video that's there, a, a luncheon that we just had at allpropastors.org, uh, we have the video of mm-hmm. the scientists talking about this and more. Wow, that's so you, you see, it, see yeah, here, definitely folks, research
1: not... it. Go there, allpropastors.org. You can find that.
2: Yeah. So you can see you know there there's an Ezekiel declaration by a bunch of pastors you know in uh, in in Australia saying the same thing that we we have to have rights to our body that there's technology in this you know and it doesn't work why would we discriminate if they can catch it and spread it like us why what why are we making a big deal about this none of this makes any sense Because it's know? the
1: distraction technique though right it's like don't look at this hand over here right it's it's like you said it's a ploy to gain control Yes I feel like I feel like this um, coronavirus is another distraction to uh, take our eyes away from what the prize really is, right? It's all to get you to look over here so you don't see what they're doing That's over exactly
4: here. right. You're 100% right.
1: And it's just the latest technique, and it's fear. If, as long as we can drive that fear up as high as possible, I mean...
2: Well, I also have to always bring the elephant up in the room because whenever I wrote my book, it's called The COVID Beast, Everybody always believes that I'm saying that, you know, this this vaccine is the mark of the beast. So as you guys know, I, I believe that the, the beast has to come before his mark. Does that make sense that the beast is, is, but he needs a particular plan. He needs a cause. He needs access to your body. And he's got to have enough power to disenfranchise you and keep you from buying and selling. If we give this beast these three things... Right, the Bible seems to give him. You've, he has what he needs to do what he was going to do. So, what would you say, you know, about the connection? I, I think we have already given the beast the power. Yeah, I think in some places we have, but I don't think you
3: know it's still being decided here whether there's mandatory jabs. But there's a lot of people that that are in control, and you know, the Chinese brought Facebook into China and let him do whatever he wanted there. Right, and now he dances to their tune. No, there's no doubt oh. okay uh, maybe they put some robots in him and they're going to
2: push a button
3: or we something we have a we <laughs> no, have a fellow that they
1: did we, more than that
3: we have a fellow that that runs a company called microsoft by the name of bill <laughs> who, wait a minute wait, shouldn't who? he be banned huh? from getting close to any viruses
2: yeah. i mean if anybody was going to you know not stop viruses it would be him right right
3: exactly <laughs> uh, and and a fellow by the name of george soros soros uh, and these guys are running the world. Yes, right. They're they're running the whole thing. So, including you know, you, media. You mentioned discrimination, then uh, dehumanization. We we change the the concept of what a human is. Yes. Right. Uh, and then we organize people into groups, into yep. into remote groups. Uh, the next step is polarisation. We, we're going to polar, polarize people into groups, and. Uh, Then we start preparation. And then the next step is persecution. Uh, And the next step is extermination.
4: Mm.
3: And the last step is denial. Right. Now people say, well, we're probably in the third or fourth step. No, we're already in denial. We're already in denial. Check,
1: check, check.
3: Yep. (laughs) Over 7 million people have died on the planet of something that was created by man a weaponized version in of the United SARS. in the United States and carried to Wuhan mm-hmm. by two individuals. One was the president of the United States and one was the head of the of the health department mm. taken with money from the United States to continue the exploration.
2: Right.
4: Mm.
3: Okay. That 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 in itself is treason. Yes. And that means that at least those two individuals should be taken up now in Cuba they take them to the padreon. <laughs> that's mean to the wall and they put a bullet in their brain Mm -hmm. right because that's that is criminal behavior under any book but these individuals have as a written concept they've declared it they have to reduce the population of the world there's too many of us right so they have the money they have the power and they have the initiative And they're doing it and getting away with it.
2: And that that ties into the Rockefeller lockstep program. It ties into agenda 201. Go ahead, sweetie.
1: So let me just read this very quickly. On January 5th, uh, the legislative session begins. Here's a snapshot of a few of the bills they are looking to be passed in New York State. Assembly Bill A-8378 forced COVID shot mandates to attend school. Bill A-279A-57A forces all adult vaccine records into state database. Bill A-7829-56495 force COVID shots for college students. Bill A-2240-S45 force flu shots to attend school and preschool and daycare. Great. Assembly Bill AH-398 eliminates religious exemptions for work and college. Bill a 3091s slash S304 eliminates parents' consent to shots when a child reaches 14 years of age. Bill a 822s slash S931 eliminates parents' rights to consent to STD shots for children of any age, that shot in and of itself is extremely problematic, by the way. But Assembly Bill A416 allows the governor to imprison without trial anyone she considers, she, I love that, considers a threat to public health. Assembly member Patrick Burke's upcoming bill to eliminate unvaccinated people's access to health insurance is also on that.
2: You can see the disenfranchisement and the hate and the iron is being divided from the clay. And it's pretty obvious who the clay is at this point. But, you know, my, my it feels dumb to ask this, but what's the real agenda here? Because we've been talking about it, obviously.
3: The mark of the beast. That's right. And the beast taking over. That's right. And they're way ahead. I mean, if you were watching oh, yeah. this as a football game, they're way ahead. They're way ahead of us. Right. <sighs> and the church hasn't even said anything yet. Because we're
2: crickets. I mean, I'm really to the point where I want to ask a pastor, you really... Are going to say we've been we're two years into this, and you, and they're just about to to we're just about to lose the most obvious thing God gave us as our bodies. We're about to lose it to our own state, right? And you're not going to say anything, you know? And and I'm just
3: I'm just dumbfounded. We're not losing it to our own state. They've already they've already taken the state. Right. That's the whole point. Yep.
4: Well, I you know I. Uh i agree 100 percent with with what you're saying but i would like to say is that, that again there are some pastors yes. like david jeremiah david jeremiah yes amen amen he is a a public well-known on the air pastor that has done a fabulous job exposing and preaching and teaching you know exactly what it is and just like you said he 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 doesn't say this is the mark of the beast, but he does say what you say. It's a preparation for the mark of the beast. In fact, I love what you said. I, I'm, I'm going to, it's in the book, y'all. You can't have the mark if you don't have the beast. Right. But uh, you didn't hear it here. <laughs> but, you know, this is, this, this is a critical thing. You know, we are sitting here talking about what the enemy is doing, and he is doing it, and pastors, please, and, and, and if you're not a pastor, ask your pastor to study up, to teach on this, to to know it, to be prepared. But I want you to know uh, we don't have to quit. We don't have to give no, up. No, absolutely right. not. You, don't, you should not give up. Nope. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. That when you have Jesus to ab- abides in you, and there is so much power there that you need That's to right. be able to walk in that power. Amen. You know, Jesus he said go and make disciples you know and he said greater things will you do when i am gone than what i have done yeah amen you know? i mean there is no greater power on earth than the gospel of jesus christ amen there is none and the word says that that love conquers all it does love conquers all and, and we need to take that seriously. That doesn't mean we lay over and play dead, y'all. No. That means we we love people enough to fight for the truth. That's Amen. right. We love people enough to fight for their lives. And I'm telling you, uh, uh, I am not a pacifist. I, I will just tell you, I am not a pacifist. Amen. So don't don't think that I am. I love people. I'll lay down my life for those that, that I need to lay down my life. But if I see you coming in my house uh, and I think you're a threat. I'll ask forgiveness after right. you, <laughs> after your funeral, you right. know. I right. mean, I will fight for my wife. I'll kill for my wife or my right. grandchildren. Right. Right. That's right, you, amen. You know, and I believe that that's you know David, King David, he would do that, right? You know, and and so you know, guys, we need to to understand that we need to teach this what's in Revelations and in Daniel. And in Ezekiel and throughout all of the word of God, that the word said, Jesus is coming. And you know what he did? Right. The word says, Jesus is coming back. And all of these things will happen. That's right. And, and things are happening just like they happened before Jesus was born. We're celebrating at Christmas he was born. A whole bunch of stuff had to happen before that. That was fulfilled. It was told he was going to be born in Bethlehem, and he was. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many things told about Jesus being born. It happened, and now he's coming back. Amen. Let me tell you, be ready. That's right. But well, pastors, that's that part what we talked
2: about. You fight. know, we stand up and that's then right, we lift fight. up. That's lift right. up is an encouragement, folks.
3: It's the fact that Jesus is coming back.
4: He is coming back.
3: But he if would. we don't stand up soon, right? there won't be any speech because no. they're already controlling speech. They right. already are. You know, our right to free speech is just about gone. It's pretty simple. If you don't have the right
2: to your body, I think your mouth is a part of your body. Right. Just try and stand up and say something against the vaccine or mm-hmm. the mandate. You and can if see- you
4: get to vote, if you get the opportunity to vote in 2022 for elected officials, it's a sin. And I'll tell you, it's a sin if you don't, vote because that is a God given right.
2: Yep, I agree. That with you. we
4: can vote and we choose who is elected. Right. God gives us the responsibility, just like Jesus said, you go make disciples, we have a responsibility to go out and vote. Mm-hmm. And if we forego the right and say, Satan, you pick who it is, Satan will pick who it That's is. That's right. yep. So I'm telling you, we need to get out and vote for our communities first of all. Right. Yep our school boards our city councils and and we just need to be aware of who is running and don't take your neighbor's word for it or social media amen no
1: and there's all sorts of great resources there's liberties moms for liberty there's community patriots who uh reinforce uh voting integrity which we're a part of that group as well yeah and they just want to maintain voting integrity no matter whatever wherever you live they want to make sure that if you're a part of that group that's right Yep, you're going to make sure not only do you vote, but you make sure that the area that you're in that those votes count for something.
4: And we, do, we need Americans voting for American leaders. Amen. Right.
2: I will say a couple things. You know, I do. You know, I apologize if I'm saying, you know, the gist of pastors. But I did go to see David Jeremiah when he was in Tampa Bay, and when you know I know him fairly well. I've you know been aware of him and followed teachings of his for long time and he is as nice as the day is long and he's trying to be as gracious as he can be but the last thing he said okay when we was asked well what can we do here he said resist in any way you can and that is exactly the last words I used in my book and I quoted him on that and I think that that's where you know think about this we go to church, and we're supposed to be good little Christians, and we're supposed to comply, right? And here you have one of the nicest men on the planet telling you, you cannot comply. So if David Jeremiah can come out of the closet and say, this, this, is, this is not something we can go along with. This is something we must stand up against, right? And I mean, I walked out of there on fire. I'm like thinking also I'm thinking I'm not crazy anymore right (laughs) (laughs) you see what I'm saying and this is this is where you have to be too you're you know you're not crazy to feel the way that you're feeling you know so real quickly you know if you've taken this jab you know and Tony you have what would you say to somebody who's taken this don't take it don't take the next one
3: (laughs) unless unless you have a convincing reason why you don't take it for health reason right I, I was down to Honduras all in 2020 often right i went i went down there three times one time i spent in a hospital for 10 days right doing mm-hmm. hysterectomies as a translator or i or didn't a know you had that equipment they won't let me hold the knife <laughs> <laughs> but we were there you know we had to bring our own covid test right because we wanted to test all the all the clients that came in oh uh, my lord and but I, I was in in some of the worst areas of Honduras without any problems right came back and the next time I, w- I went out I had to have a I had to have a test I had to have a you know a, a vaccine mm. or American Airlines wouldn't let me on the plane and I, I'm
2: glad you share that you know on this podcast you know mm-hmm. for us we we don't feel this is the mark of the beast either um, you know we feel that it's a precursor and so i've kind of used this the space station idea that you know it's a pretty big thing yeah to be something that satan's trying to build in our bodies that we're suddenly we can't be saved That's a pretty kind of monumental thing and uh, so i always thought of oh, well, that's like building a space station well you can't build a space station on here on earth you actually have to put the parts up there and then build it and now, isn't it interesting that we're seeing these nano robots assembling themselves in people's bodies? And you start to see here that this is starting to get farther along. You know, when you start to see chips, right, specifically DARPA's hydrogel, and I haven't read your article on your website yet that he disclosed, but, you know, these nano robots communicate with your phone through the 5G to an artificial intelligence. You start to get the picture. This is the mark of the beast you know, connotations for virtually everyone on the planet.
3: And they know already where everyone on the planet is.
2: Yes. One of the things I don't know if I mentioned, but you know, mm. about nineteen out of the twenty people that I had test their arms for magnetics, right? They were magnetic. You know. So it's important for us to 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 get across to people that there is still hope, that there is still lots of game here. God is still trying to have as many children and save as many people as he can. But something is happening in the world and we're all watching it. And now is the time to really stand up against it. You know, the saddest part for me is that the church willingly shut its doors. For me, that was just so problematic. Or that there's pastors
1: not willing to talk about this, that they say, well, I just don't know enough about it. Well, that's intentional.
2: Yeah, that's
1: being intentionally blind.
2: So I always ask this question to all my guests, but you know the s- signature of the Supernatural Junkies is talking about all the subjects that are off limits in the church. What are some subjects we should probably start talking about in the church? Abortion. Abortion. Oh, Yeah. Paul, what would you say?
4: Uh, marriage.
2: Marriage. The yep.
4: transgender issue. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. Uh, this Actually, we need to even get specific and talk about what's being taught to our children in schools not just make it a general teaching. Right. Okay, specifically this is being happening in our community. Can I sorry go ahead. Go on. Go on. Please go on. So So, you know again, we need to talk about the sinful things that the Bible real clear at, but we need to bring it home. We need to bring it home. This is your children, your grandchildren are being taught this. This is happening here. And
2: well, you know, and I think if you think about what happened in Virginia with them sweeping Virginia, you have that man coming out and basically saying, "You don't have the right, okay, to your to what we teach your children. You don't have anything to do with this. You notice that all those laws that Alex was reading—they're trying to take our children away from us. Not only they're taking your body away from you, they want your children. That's prophetic,
3: mm-hmm. right? Yes. Protect, you see, protect our children group, which you're going to be hosting here pretty soon. Yeah,
2: we will be having a couple of episodes um, with a local group, Protect Our Children. We're also going to have Beverly Kilmer on uh, a different episode. I talked with her today. So, um, you know, it's astonishing yeah, what's Kempo. happening in our in our schools and what they're teaching our children. And uh, it's, you know, again, the Bible says, train them up in the way that they will go. Well, the, right. the enemy knows that too. That's why yeah. they want to train them up in the way they want them to go you know and you can't have an epidemic of a genetic disease can you folks so all this epidemic we're seeing is not because somebody was born this way
1: right well we've mentioned before that uh, oftentimes when they talk to serial killers what's the number one thing that they were exposed to and they'll all tell you it's early exposure to porn before their brain could handle it Mm
2: -hmm. billy eilish just came out she was on um
1: She's a singer. Yeah, yeah, she
2: she's a pretty famous singer. Very, you know, yep. beautiful girl was on the Howard Stern show and basically said she was exposed to pornography at eleven years old. Addicted to it. She Addicted said. to it. Yeah. Wow. And she said that it wrecked her brain and her damaged her ability to have relationships. Right. And that's that's just literally what's happened. And that's what they want to do to all of us. So, you know, I mean, one of the things that we're we're gonna end here pretty quick, but the bottom line for us is we have just spent an hour talking about what Satan's doing. <laughs>
3: and he's, he's been at, he's been doing this stuff for a long time. Yeah, he, yes, You sure. know, in the nineteen <laughs> in the nineteen eighties, and nineties, I was chaplain in prison. Now, I'm not going to talk about that one. case. You
2: can't talk about Noriega now. I wasn't going to talk that's about that's another it. episode. You but know, but we
3: want to no. talk no, but I, about that. I, I stuff. was I was called I was called by my dear friend who was the the head chaplain at the facility, and he asked me to come over because they had a young man. That was suicidal. And uh, he didn't tell me who he was until I got there. And he was a Tamiami strangler. Oh, my Lord. This guy, because of pornography and because of that being, was the, being abused.
1: That was the guy that was the college students?
3: No, he, this guy was on Tamiami Trail in oh, Dade County. Sucks. He was taking prostitutes off the street. And he was strangling them. He'd bring them home. Give him a bath, and when he's giving him a bath, he strangle him, kill him, strip him naked, and take him and lay him out on <gasps> Wow Highway in, in some of the bigger homes. Wow. He did that to six six individuals. One was a transvestite, dressed up like a woman. Wow! Oh, wow! And I remember after after he, when I was ministering to him, I was chaplain at the cha- jail, and I was telling the story to some of the guys, and one of the inmates came up to me and says. That guy killed my brother. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! But, but going into that, when I was called, I was taken into his prison, into his cell, uh, uh, what they call special management units. And I'm in there, and they close the door behind me. And here's this, this guy, and me, and me, and another chaplain were, were in the room, and he's he's in a corner, of a slab, no clothes. All, all he had was the the shorts no blanket no shoes mm-hmm. nothing the room stunk it stunk of death now i had been involved with with search and rescue with hurricane andrew i know what a dead body smells like that's been putrid and that room spelled like that and i'm looking around where where's the dung where's the stuff mm-hmm. and it's just terrible i'm reading out of psalm 23 and somewhere along the line, I said, Father. And this guy went, rrr, 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 rrr. and I came out of a... <laughs> I
2: mean, it wasn't a burp. He hadn't had no, just no, had dinner.
3: No, no, no. So being being a compassionate Christian chaplain, I used the word Father. You were compassionate, <laughs> weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> like a hammer. And, and his the growl got louder and louder and louder until he jumped up. And I'm terrified. I'm, te- I'm telling you, I'm terrified at that moment. He jumps up, lands on the floor, stands ranks to me. and he says, my father wasn't like that. My father saw my uncle rape me and did nothing about it. And they were all three watching pornography. Wow. That young man, a few minutes later, was on his knees asking God to forgive him. Oh, wow. Today, today, he's a chaplain in penitentiary. Wow. His name is Rory Cogman.
2: Well, you think about, and this is wow. the thing. I told a lady, and I said, you know, hey, I, these are all theories. I'm, this is wow. what the Bible says, and this is what's happening. And we have to just see, you know, how this might fit. I wow. said, but here's the thing. The mark of the beast, if he could have come up with it before, he'd have done it already. And I said, "There's nothing different that you've told me yet," and the people exactly like this man here that did horrible things and yet somehow, you know, can get saved. The, that the blood of Christ is so powerful, sufficient. Wow! And what would what would possibly thwart something like that? Does that make sense? And so this is this is why we're we don't know what it is, we just know it has certain characteristics, right? And the power of a story like that. Tells us of how how powerful the blood of Christ really is, and then it also helps us to start to wonder, what is it could be? Because what did that man do? He had a change of heart, yeah. and he had a change
3: of mind. You know what happened in that cell? Roses, roses, smelled like roses right after he wept.
2: Wow,
1: <laughs> wow.
3: And, whew,
2: wow! Oh my lord! Wow! I just got chills. <laughs> So, Paul, questioned. We want to hear more of those
1: stories, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we got his Noriega story next on our soil <laughs> episodes. But, Paul, what would you say? I know, you know, we've talked so much about what, you know, Satan is doing. What is God doing? And I know I loved, you know, when you guys put together, you know, Mike Lindell and uh, General Boykin, you know, both of those guys ended talking about, yeah, don't focus on all the, the evil in the world, okay? God is still trying to do a mighty work, even right amen. now. Amen, amen.
4: Well, God is doing a mighty work right now. Mm-hmm. You know, the the body of Christ does it communicate with one another to know where God is moving. But my goodness, the uh, the gospel is being preached in churches all across the land. Amen. Don't yep. don't doubt that there yes. are there are many. Uh, uh, They're they're having to deal with fear within their own communities, within their own churches, because of the deceptions and the lies that are out there. Pastors are having to deal with that. But I am so thankful. You know, we have the renewal coming up in Plant City. One of the things I'm really excited about is I'm praying that this could actually be the beginning of bringing the body Amen. of Christ together across the land mm-hmm. where we'll communicate with one another. Right, We, we need the, the Pentecostals and we need the, the, uh, uh, the Catholics, Catholics and the Catholics, Presbyterians. Orthodox, and... Everybody, the, the assemblies, the, the charismatic, everybody to communicate yep. and to say enough is enough. Satan, we're, we're going against you. You know, and and call upon the power of God hand yes. in hand to save our communities. The renewal is something I'm so excited about. January the 8th in Plant City, Florida. If you're anywhere near where you can make it, it's an all-day event. It starts at nine o'clock in the morning, goes to five. You don't have to be there the whole time. But there's so many exciting things. This is, you, some of you remember the return that was in Washington last year, yes. Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. Well, this is an extension, uh, ongoing. Jonathan Kahn will yep. be yep. here. Kevin Jessup, who was actually the founder of making it all happen. Uh, uh, Sidney Powell is going to be there to share a word. It's not a political thing. Mike Lindell, you mentioned Mike Lindell will be there, and so will General uh, Jerry Boykin will be back to Plant City to share the gospel. Paul Blair with Liberty Pastors will be there. Dan Fisher with the Black Robe Regiment will be there. David Barton, America's Christian Historian, he will be sharing. I mean, uh, Michelle Bachman will be there. There's so many uh, uh, great leaders and speakers throughout, and and to help do praise and worship, you'll have Guy Penrod, who used to be with the Gaithers hmm. and the Isaacs, who is multiple award winners of of, of music, will be doing praise and worship that day. This is the day where we are going to remember the covenant that that the pilgrims made when they came to america and set their foot down Amen. and they dedicated themselves in this country to god our founding fathers were not george washington and, and all yes. them when you think of of it being a godly thing even though there were many godly men mm-hmm. in that founding document and in right. those things i mean even even the treaty of paris it was you know done into to the tr- to Trinity, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the Trinity that it was signed under. Right. Uh, that, I mean, yes, this is a Christian based nation that has gone astray.
1: Yeah, we've talked about that and on the it podcast is before. It's time for
4: us to come back together across mm-hmm. the Amen. board. Amen. And it's time for us to say, take back the politics, to mm-hmm. take back the entertainment, to take back every bit, our schools, our everything. You know, our churches need to, yeah. to stand up strong and mm-hmm. recommit themselves to not only to God, but to we have to do what we have to do for our country. Yes. This country will not be saved if the body of Christ doesn't link arms and do it in the name of Jesus. That is January the 8th in Planned City, Florida. Please come. The doors will be open at 8 o'clock. It's only $25 for the whole day, guys. And
2: you can get that online as well. Right. You can get it online. So if you can't be here in person.
4: You can actually go to our website and go to our event section. It's right there. Or you can go to www.therenewal2022.org. Great. Get all of the information and and find out there's a lot more uh, guest speakers going to be than that.
1: We'll make that available on our website so that you guys can easily find that. We'll have links available for you as well. Like we said, if you can't make it in person, you definitely will want to be able to find that online. So you don't have to even be here in Plant City, Florida. You can watch from the comfort of your home. Yes. Yeah, no reason to miss it.
4: And it will also be on three Christian networks, television networks.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So,
2: well, Dr. Paul Picker, and we are so happy that you're here today. So grateful, today. guys. And we let Paul uh, sign us off last time, so we're going to get Dr. Dr. Tony uh, Ponsetti to uh, give us a prayer for around the world that to, to there'd be a gathering, that there'd be Amen. a renewal, that Praise there'd God. be a standing up process, uh, a waking of the Holy Spirit in all of us to know that we
3: were born, you were born, for this time to shine. Amen. Querido Padre Celestial, venimos delante de tu presencia. Heavenly Father, we come before your presence to give you glory, to give you, Father, everything that you deserve and more. Amen. Lord God, forgive us for our, you, Jesus. our shortfallings, our sins, our neglect of yes. the things we're supposed to do, Father, yes. as yes. a body of Christ. Not as individuals, but as the body of Christ. Yes. We should be encouraging one another to move forward never to never to take a step back father this is a war and it's going to be won by your people but your people have to stand up so father God we pray for every pastor every deacon every leader in every church not only in America but in the world father God that they would put their their big boy pants on Mm. and father God that they would stand up and be vociferous in detailing the things that are happening. Father, God, it's not hard for somebody to just do a a brief look at what's been taking place. Just look at the history of the last 18 to 24 months. And Father, just talk about not the errors, but the deliberate lies that have been told to us in the manipulation of humanity. Father, the number of people who have died and everybody's attributed to COVID. But amazingly, we have no deaths from TB or (laughs) heart attacks or livers or anything else. Everybody just dies from COVID. Father God, forgive us that we have allowed the enemy to just fool us in such easy steps. Father God, I pray that every one of these communication networks would just be shut down father if we went to total silence on our TVs it'd probably be a great great victory for Christ father God I pray that you anoint every pastor and every leader like a bolt of lightning Father. amen turn those tongues loose turn those spirits loose father these are good men and women that are in churches and they think they have to be polite Father God, let them realize that they don't need to be polite. They need to be warriors at Amen. this time. Amen. Amen. And Father, warriors holler, "Get thee behind me, Satan!" Woo! Woo! And they take the field, Father. And the blood spills, and they take the field. Sorry. Yes, Lord. And Father, they never turn their backs on the enemy. Father God, we come petitioning heaven for a powerful move of the Holy Spirit, Father. In such a way that Baptists become Pentecostals and Pentecostals become Baptists and they become <laughs> brothers. Yeah, amen, hallelujah. And right. Father God, they rush rush the enemy as a gang of brothers. Yes. yes. Father, they would get into into small groups of four men mm. call a champion's table. Yes, Lord. And Father, they would not give up an inch of territory again. Amen. Father, amen. they would start taking, not inches, but miles of territory. Yes. And Father, when the church starts marching... Lord God, we will be a mighty enemy to the enemy. And Father, the enemy will flee from us because they will know that we're not who we are. We're those that are empowered by the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Ghost, to take the field. So, Father God, I pray that you would have a mighty revival. Maybe it's the last one, but Father, that the enemy would know that they've been had. Lord God, we just thank you. We thank you for this broadcast. Even though we're a little nutty, but Father God, (laughs) we thank you that it's going out throughout the whole world. Muchas gracias por prestarnos atención. Y que el Señor los bendiga en nombre de Jesucristo. Amen. Amen. We love you, folks. And again, uh, the COVID Beast is out.
2: I'm not sure when this episode will be coming, but we do have the Kindle version. And again, mid-January, you're going to be able to get a Audible version, and you're also going to be able to get the, the print version as well. So God bless you guys. We love you. And you got to meet our brothers in Christ mm-hmm. and really kind of a covering because you can see these guys, you know, it's hard to get a church to really go, hey, you know, you guys can actually talk about things. And uh, so we really use them as our covering, and uh, we want you guys to know that You know we can't have everybody watching everything but we do the best we can here and uh, we will talk about what's happening and we'll try and figure it out you know how it relates to the bible and we're going to be wrong about some things sometimes but we're always going to do our best and we love you we appreciate you and and help us all stand up
1: thank you guys have a blessed week be sure to sign up for our newsletter online to get any of the links that we talked about at supernaturaljunkies.com Also, Kevin's book is available on Kindle. We'll have the links there. If you sign up for that email, you will get a direct message about that as well. Thank you so much. Have a blessed
0: week. Amen. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'd like you to prayerfully consider joining me in praying, supporting, and if possible, attending the Renewal 2022. It's gonna be a historic day in America's future on Saturday, the 8th of January from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. Eastern time in Plant City, Florida at the Strawberry Festival 10,000-seat amphitheater. I'll be joined together with the Guardian of Justice, Sidney Powell, the Honorable Louis Gomer, Dr. Ben Carson, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, Pastors Carter Conlon, Paul Blair, and Kent Christmas and the Honorable Michelle Bachman, musical artist Guy Penrod, the Isaacs, my good friends Paul Lavelle and Kevin Jessup, and many, many more. God made a covenant with Israel and America made a covenant with God. The Pilgrims dedicated America to God for the advancements of the Christian faith in the Mayflower Compact. But America has broken this covenant. The Renewal 2022 is the spiritual solution to a nation in crisis this battle must be won in the spiritual realm led by god join me in taking a bold step of faith to reestablish america's covenant with god and restore our foundational principles values based on god's word learn more at the renewal2022.org thank you and god bless
1: Thank you to our loyal subscribers and listeners. We really appreciate you guys. And we want to let you know about SupernaturalJunkies.com. If you sign up for the newsletter there, you'll be the first to know about anything that's happening with us, any events we might be doing. And also, Kevin's book, The COVID Beast, is out now and available on Kindle. You can get that on our website. And the Audible version, as well as the softcover book, should be out in a few weeks from now. Signing up for that newsletter will get you in the loop to be the first to hear about it. We're also going to be coming out with SupernaturalJunkies.com gear with that cute cartoon logo. Because some of you have been asking about that, we're going to have it on mugs, T-shirts, and hoodies, as well as stickers and magnets. If you want in on that, like I said, sign up for that newsletter. Also, if you love our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you could write us a review on any of the platforms you listen on or share this with anyone you think might be interested. I know we harp on it all the time, but that's because that review helps us get found. It helps boost us on the algorithm. And that's why we're always asking. So, Because we don't have a lot of reviews right now. So that would mean the world to us. Once again, we appreciate you guys. So grateful for you. Thank you and have a blessed week.